What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sherdog.com betting show. I'm your host, Shad Sheehan of the Sheehan Show, uh, to take you through some of my bets uh, for the weekend in the world of mixed martial arts. And it's the first pay-per-view event of the year this weekend as the uh, the heaviest belt in the men's divisions goes up against the lightest belt uh, in the men's divisions, even in the Coleman event, uh, as uh, Devinson Figueredo tries to get his title back against Brandon Moreno, and then in the main event, the interim heavyweight champion of the world, Seattle Gagne, tries to become the heavyweight champion of the world against the current heavyweight champion of the world, Francis uh, Ngannou, all training partners and all of that, so we'll see how that plays into it, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get into all of that. But I'm here to give you my top five bets uh, for the weekend, four just normal bets, one flyer and my flyer my, wait till I get to my flyer I feel like my like my flyer this week is a bet I would have just chosen straight up anyway so I'm I'm, I'm going for it uh, but we, we will get into all of that before I start please bet responsibly don't bet too much don't don't go mad this weekend if you're watching the fights at home throw out a five or throw out a ten or don't go mad don't go mad betting and don't don't bet all your money or don't do anything like that uh keep it safe keep it fun uh and uh you know keep uh keep aware of that as well because it's uh it's very important um but this is this is a fun betting show this is an mma betting show rather than a betting show about mma if you want to, if you want to put it that way uh so we'll, we'll get into it here and we'll, i, I want to talk about some of the fights because i'm really really excited about these fights this weekend um watched a few fights from the undercard and you know two of the opponents and stuff last night and it, look, I, I was speaking on, on podcast this weekend, and on um, on my preview will probably be out by this uh, comes up. I mostly spoke about the the top two, but looking at some of the undercard fights a little bit more in depth, it's not one with a lot of names. You know, okay, you have the likes of Mikhail Pereira, and you have a Nurmagomedov in there, so you have some names, but you don't have you know even even like say someone like a, a Wonderboy or a Cerrone or someone like that who you might expect to see on a pay per view, not even undercard, but the start of the main card or something like that. It doesn't really have those names outside from the the top two fights, so that can be a little bit disappointing sometimes. But what we do have is some of the most exciting kind of up-and-comers in the sport. Our guys like Pereira, we have Ilya Tapuria and this is very good, and some other names as well, and good matchups. So, you know, it's maybe not an undercard or, or a you know a card outside of the top two that actually stands out, that, that people are really excited about. But I actually think we should be in in, in, in some ways because I, I actually think it's really good. And, you know, sometimes we can get bogged down in these cards and the card last week wasn't the best in the world on paper and, and in practice as well. Uh, but I feel like this one will be a good one um, from top to bottom for the most part. So uh, let's get into it and let's get into my first bet. And do you know what? I'm going to start with the with the main event here. Um and my first bet of the weekend is uh, Francis versus Gagne to go over one and a half rounds, and it's minus one eighty five. Now, that doesn't maybe <laughs> seem like the uh, the the biggest um, the biggest betting line in the world for um, for that, but I think I just think that Cyril Gagne. Look, this is one really. I'm I'm struggling to pick the winner with, and I want I coming into I was looking at the over, and. Over 2.5 rounds, I'm not too sure. Over 2.5 rounds, let me just put it up here, is is minus 120. And my, my thinking there was, when I looked at that, and I looked at the over 1.5 rounds, I think that's better. And I think maybe this one is one you throw into the accumulator, because if 
if you have an accumulator here and it comes to the last fight of the night and you pick Ganya or you pick Ganu, you're probably worried about it. Like, you know, you're probably worried about it. My pick now for the night is, is Seattle Ganya. But I don't say it with any confidence whatsoever. Like, Fredzi Zingano could go out there. We all know it, land one shot and knock him out. Like, I believe in Seattle Ganya. I believe in his skill set. I believe in fighters like him being the best fighters in the world. You know, skillful, um, methodical, um, performance-based, um, you know, people who have really, really good game plans. The John Joneses, Dimitri Shansons, those type. But I, I put him up there with them. Now, I might be wrong. He might go out there and get blitzed in the round by Francis Ngannou. But I have to say what I think, you know, and that's what I do think. And I've thought that for the last few fights. I think he is the next level of heavyweight fighters. And that, that's how much I really, really believe in him. So I think he can, I think he can weather the storm of Francis Ngannou over the first round and a half. I really do. I think he can. Um, can he win her for three rounds? May <laughs> we'll see. Can he go all five rounds and win a decision? I, I think he can. I think he can. Will he? I don't know. But I'm willing to bet that he can go early. You know, I win. Or he won't go early. I'm willing to, to bet he can survive early and go around and half and keep it. You know, keep himself, keep himself somewhat uh, safe as <laughs> as safe as you can be when you're fighting Francis Ngannou. Look, I, ju look, I just think, having gone back and watched a few of their fights, I think the speed of Ganyu will be a little bit of an issue for Ngannou in the bigger cage as well. I think his ability to circle quickly, um, you know, the, the anti-Anthony Pettis, if you want to put it that way. You know, some guys like a Pettis, he always frustrated me because I was a massive fan of Anthony Pettis. And you see him, he backs up against the cage, lets his opponent just come in, whether it's with shots or mostly with takedowns, you know, when you're someone like Anthony Pettis. Whereas you come to... the you know, you get inside that second outer line of the octagon and you circle left or circle right like many great fighters have done throughout the years and you get away. Now, that's a hard thing to do when you're fighting someone who's way more athletic than you, like Francis Ngannou and faster than you. But I think Cyril Gagne is faster than Francis Ngannou, so he'll be able to beat him to that. If he can beat him to that, in that one area alone, I think he will survive the first round and a half. Like, Francis is a guy who attacks straight, and goes right at you. Look at the Jarzinho Rosenstruck. Like, Jarzinho back up and up and up and up. And got to the cage. There was no place to go. And Francis caught him with a freaking baby finger or something. <laughs> Knocked him out. And that's nothing against Jarzinho. That's uh, what Francis is like. That's how hard he hits. And there's absolutely no shame in that. But I think Gagne will be smart enough. And it, look, it's not just smart enough. That's the way he fights anyway. Um, get out. Get left, get right, don't go straight back and fight Francis in that fashion. And for the first round and a half, first two rounds, kick the legs, stay away from him, don't give him a chance. Because Fran we've seen in the Stipe fight, Fran and, and it's another interesting point as well that I'm looking at going forward into this fight. Like in that Stipe fight, Francis was a lot more refined, you know, and I think that was because of the wrestling. Now, was it because of the wrestling or was has he become a more refined fighter? Or... Because he fought in a more refined way in that fight and it worked, will he stick to it? I think if he does against Cyril, it'll be an issue. Uh, I think he'd be better off going like straight forward and trying to bomb him out of there. But I feel like he won't. I feel like he will be a little bit more refined and try to fight Cyril in that fashion, which also leads to this bet. So this is one you throw in there with the parallels. Maybe minus 185. That's not rich enough for, for some people to bet straight up. Or if you're really rich... 
I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I was struggling, honestly. I was struggling for one the main event. We, we, I, I look at it again now in one second. But the, the main event, I'm looking at it here. And Cyril is basically a minus 150 favorite. Um, I, I don't know. I struggle. <laughs> I struggle to bet him with that. I think he'll win. I think he'll win. But I also see Francis at like plus 135. And I'm thinking, well... You know, he might win. <laughs> he might win too. Inganu by... Look, Inganu by KO is the bet that you look at and think, right, I think Cyril will win. But if you give me like two to one, I'll probably take it on Francis by KO. But he's only like... I've seen some different places here. Plus 145, plus 150. Uh, at that price, I don't know. It was a little bit higher. I probably... That would probably be my bet. Even though I'm picking... Uh, I'm picking his opponent to win. But it's one of those fights. I don't know. I don't know who win. Look, I... Honestly, do not know. I'm not com going to come in here and say I'm some genius or anything. And my pick is Scania, without a shadow of a doubt. I think he will win. But, like, we can think what we want. It's not, a, <laughs> it's not always correct. But, by God, am I looking forward to it. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And it might not be the best answer for the betting show, but, like, that, that's, <laughs> that's the answer you're getting from me today. So, uh, like it or love it. Like it or love it. Uh, right, next one for me. Right, and I've, I'm going with two bets in the co-man event my flyer is in the co-man event and also my uh my straight up uh bet is in the co-man event and look i'm going for davidson figueredo he's plus 145 i honestly thought uh coming into this fight that figueredo would be the favorite honestly um his opponent brandon moreno is minus 170 you get him at minus 180 in some places as well um but i'm going for figueredo straight up at plus 145 look it's. I was actually just thinking about this before I recorded and thinking about Figueredo and thinking, well, am I actually picking Figueredo? Because the first fight, right, it was a lot more even than than people thought. I thought he still won even with the, the point deduction, whatever it was. Um, I, I thought it was one of the worst decisions of the year, to be honest. But I... <sighs> It was an even fight enough, whatever way you want to put it. Brandon Moreno did very well. The second fight, obviously, Moreno went out there, and we know what happened. He did what he did. I look. I made an excuse there for in the for, for the first fight um, as to why Figueroa should have won. In the second fight, I'm kind of making excuses for him. Well, now I sound like uh, you know an ex trying to get back with someone. You know that we were I was with two years ago or something like that. That I know I sound like that a hundred percent. But I I can't not take that opinion. That's what I believe. That's what I I think. I in this, look my my thinking in the second fight was I thought he I think he had a very bad weight cut. I think he wasn't in the shape or wasn't prepared in the way that he normally would. He looked he looked horrendous in that fight. He looked horrendous. And now, if the weight cut is bad here again this time, and he looks the same, he lose again. But I feel like, and I've spoken about this in other places, in other podcasts as well, that if he's coming back down to 125, he must have a reason for that. You know, there was it. there's an easy route for him at 135. You know, he could go up there and get, you know, a, a Frankie Edgar or a Cody Garbrandt or someone like that, probably win that fight and be towards a title fight, you know? Um, I, I, I really think that's there for him. And even if he lost or whatever, he could come back down. Maybe There must be a reason why he's staying there right now and having another shot at this and wanting another shot. Because after that fight, I think, you know, no one was thinking that we're going to see this fight again. I don't think many people were, were, were even, like, considering it. Now when it's, you know, one, uh, one from Reno and one draw, maybe you are. But when Figueredo doesn't have the win, 
although he probably should for the first one, it's not something that comes straight into mind to have the trilogy straight away. And I think it was for everyone, for for like figure, Team Figueredo, Team Mariano, the UFC, the fans and everyone. But something changed. And I, I really do think that um, they decided or they came up with something to will make the preparations better and will get the weight down better. Now, regarding this on Wednesday to Thursday, um, we have I haven't seen much of him yet. Maybe we'll see him in the press conference. Maybe we'll see him at the weigh in, and you'll be watching this show. I'm like, ah, Sean, he looks horrendous. How what are you doing picking him? But that's what I'm going for. Maybe I'll I'll change it, and maybe I'll change my other bet as well after seeing the weigh ins. But as of now, I'm going for Figueroa. Look, I just think he'll have if he is at a hundred percent. I think he will land those power shots this time. I think he will, and I'll get onto more of what I think in a minute. I think he, I think he'll get the finish. I do. I, I think he will if he's hellbent, if he's confident as well. That's a big thing with Figueredo. I think when he's confident, he is unstoppable. And if he comes into this fight con, uh, confident, I think he will be. Uh, I think he'll be pretty unstoppable in this one. So let's see, and I'll talk a little bit more about that fight in uh, in a few minutes. Uh, right, my next bet. Uh, I, I, look, the first one I go for here is, is Saeed Nurmagomedov. I'm going for him at minus uh, one. It, it's weird. It says minus 187 here. Uh, minus, around minus 190 he is. Um, you can get him a little bit better in some places against uh, Cody Staman. Um, I went back and, and look, we've, we've all probably seen 15 Cody fights at, at this stage. You know, he's been around for, uh, uh, you know, since God was a boy. Um and he's a very good fighter, a really good fighter. You know, he's small and sturdy and stacked and he throws big hooks over the top and he'll go forward and nonstop. And he's not, he's a very, very good fighter and a tough yardstick for anyone in that division. And it's a very tough fight for Saeed Nurmagomedov at this stage of his career. Now, you hear the name Nurmagomedov, you're probably thinking, well, this guy's going to be shooting for double legs in the middle of the cage. But that's not the type of fighter he is at all. Now, maybe maybe he will do, and you know, we've seen him take the fight to the ground in, in, in fights. But uh, watching a couple of his fights last night, you know, he's very much a kickboxing stylist who throws wild spinning back kicks. He knocked out, was it, um, oh, uh, Hikaru Hamas with the, the kick to the body, a spinning kick to the body, beautiful stuff altogether. He's that sort of fight. He fights on the outside. He fights long. He has this like herky jerky style as well, especially with his defense. A tough, tough fighter. A to uh, fight. A really, really engaging type of fighter to watch as well. Because you're thinking, you see that name Nurmagomedov, and you're thinking, why is he like? Why is he striking? <laughs> What's he doing with this? Because I'm sure you know in the back pocket there is a bit of that wrestling there somewhere. You can't have that second name and not be a very, very good wrestler. Now Stamans a very good wrestler himself so maybe he isn't as worried about that as, as some other people are and he's you know he's a good frame for not being taken down as well if you want to put it that way but he also does throw in takedowns and against the mega medov i don't know are throwing in takedowns the, the best idea but maybe maybe we'll see it his striking is so good though that you probably have to a certain amount of times and that that's what catches you you know you you go to a wrestling battle with him you wear out your energy he's probably going to be fine because he's so used to it shuck you off against the cage and then you're back into you know the dog pit where he is landing those shots and he's one of those guys he doesn't he doesn't have the frame 
for a big puncher like even look, say who are the big punchers in the UFC down through the years an Overeem or a Dos Santos or uh, a McGregor or, or others like that you know you see their frame they're not maybe apart from Overeem they're not maybe the, the most muscly in the world but they're like slender and strong at the same time he's more slender than strong I would say no he probably has you know the wrestling strength and all of that but he doesn't look like your typical kind of hard-hitting knockout artist. Uh, even like uh, Boroshev, the last day, he had a bit more of it. You know, that, that kind of frame. Um, but he, no, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He still hits really hard. And he just, he has that sting. You know, you see certain fighters, they just sting you when they hit you. He is one of them. Now, I think this fight might be a little bit longer. I think it might go... Um, a couple of rounds might even go to a decision. That's why I was, I don't, I think it will go to a decision. I, I was going to, I was looking at the decision. I was looking at the knockout. Um, and I, I went just with Nurmagomedov straight up at minus 170. Maybe you want to throw it into an accumulator as well. Uh, it's plus 400 to win by KOTKO. I don't know about that one. By submission, plus a thousand. Now, if the fight goes to the ground, if the man decides to to fight there, may, maybe that's uh, maybe that might be a good bet. But uh, yeah, the Magomedov to win by decision is only plus one or five. So that's why I kind of avoided that more than anything. I knew I knew there was a reason as I look back through these bets here, and that is the reason. There isn't that much of a difference there between it. So maybe the closer it gets. You know, I'm looking at it here. It's actually gone out a bit since yesterday. It's out to like minus 200 now in certain places. So maybe now is the time, the quickest time you can get. That's how you make a man of might be the best time. But um, I'm I'm looking forward to that fight. I think look, I think it'll be a closer fight maybe than some people predict or than the, than the betting even predicts. But I do believe in Said. He's another one. I just watch him and I look at his ability and I believe in it. You know, and I think he's a very very good fighter and I think he'll get through this one. Uh, and I think he will. Uh, I think he will win it. Not the, maybe not the biggest price in the world as, as goes for the first bet, but uh, I think he will do it uh, regardless anyway. Right, uh, bet number uh, four here. Um, I'm going for Mikel Pereira to win by KOTKO at plus 215. Now, I watched a lot of Mikel Pereira's opponent last night because sometimes... Uh, Andre Filo, obviously, uh, uh, you know, sometimes, I, I think this is his first fight in the UFC, but he has a couple of fights on Fight Pass, I think I found one or two clips on, on YouTube as well, um, and he's a good fighter, he is a very good fighter, the only issue I see with him is that he's predominantly a striker and will strike with you at all times, now I'm sure he's a great ground game and everything like that, but in the in the, the three to four fights that I watched, I was all striking. Now, maybe I missing, maybe I wrong, watched the wrong fights and I, I missed, uh, you know, an NCAA champion or a BJJ black belt on the ground or something like that. And, you know, some people who are bored of those things, look at someone like a Dan Henderson who, uh, and maybe he's not bored of those things, but you know what I mean. Uh, very good wrestling and very good uh, jiu-jitsu. Uh, just fights standing up all the time anyway. And Philo is one of those guys. Do you know, I mentioned Conor McGregor earlier. Please go and watch him. This is not just me being like, oh, Irish and everyone's Conor McGregor. He looks like Conor McGregor when he fights. He fights the exact same way. He's like this pressure counterfighter. Um, and when... And what I mean by pressure counterfighter is he'll pressure you, pressure you, pressure you, wait for you to throw something and then counter you. Uh, which is... Uh, look, a lot of people fight that way now. I don't think a few years ago when McGregor kind of started, a lot of people were fighting that way. But the way he's just his mannerisms, the way he kind of 
tries to throw that you know the kind of the fake McGregor throws with the with the lead hand. Now he is a uh, orthodox as opposed to McGregor being a southpaw. But if you uh, honestly go and watch him, look him up on Fight Pass. He's, the first fight um, is uh, you you'll see it. You'll see it straight away. He's very very similar to him, but he is. Not as fast, I would think, as McGregor does hit hard and his lovely clean shots. I think against Pereira, maybe that speed differential will be an issue. But also, just striking at Pereira is probably not the best thing to do. And also, trying to pressure him and trying to counter him is not the best thing to do. Because he wants you to throw shots. And he will do things and lead so you counter, so he can counter your counter. That's the type of fighter Pereira is. He's happy to get into that. He will duck. You always see him ducking that head down, moving out. You know, Honestly... Honestly, I could I could see a rolling thunder in this one. I, I, I it, when I was watching Philo, I was thinking like, right, he's gonna throw a shot. He's probably gonna back up a little bit. Pereira's gonna come straight at him and throw like a rolling thunder off the cage and, and hit him with it. No, no, that'll be the greatest call in the history of MMA betting shows if, if the if it's a rolling uh, rolling thunder KO. But uh, I, the problem is as well though with Pereira sometimes, and this was my only thing about uh, about this bet that that kind of gave me a little bit of pause. He's maybe not as crazy and mad with his striking as he once was. Now, against someone like Philo, who I think is a good matchup for your crazy mad striking, maybe he'll bring it back. And I think he should. I think it'll, I think it'll benefit him in this one. Uh, and it'll benefit the fight as well. And look, the reason I'm going for the KO is because of Philo. Is because of he will open up, he will take shots, he will land shots of his own. I, I could see him knocking out Pereira to be honest I think he's that good I think he's really really good and that's the reason coming in here in relatively short notice that he's only plus 230 you know I, 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 I you know I'd probably not take that price at, at that price but and especially on short notice but if this was you know 10 week camp versus 10 week camp I think Fila's a very good fighter I think he'd be around the UFC for a while I just think if Mikel Pereira fights the right way I think he has the win in this fight and uh, I, I think he will win it, but we will wait and see. This is one that's going to be really fun for as long as it goes, honestly. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, I I just hope Pereira do, does fight a little bit more languid and mad. Because if it gets into like a tactical striking battle, Philo will love that and he'll want to. That's the type of game he fights. And Pereira can, can fight that game as well, but it might not be as exciting as we want. It'll still be a good fight, but... It, I feel like this is an opportunity for Pereira to be exciting. Let's be exciting. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. My final bet of the week. Uh, and as I told you, I'm going for a second bet on the uh, uh, on the co-main event. I'm going for Deviston Figueredo to win by submission at plus 800. Now, I think this is crazy. I, I When I saw this price, I could not believe it. My bet... My bet, like I was coming in, and my normal bet for the week was going to be Figueredo by submission. It was going to be that. I, I like, I, we've seen him in fights. We saw him against Joseph Benavides, as I said during the week. He finished him like three times in one round, but he submits guys. He knocks them down, jumps in their back, gets the rear naked choke, gets the guillotine, whatever it might be, and submits them. I, I remember uh, I did one of my ball predictions for was it twenty twenty or whatever year it was, and I was like, oh, there'll only be a certain amount of submissions in the year, and he beat it himself. He had like two or three submissions in one year in championship fights. Uh, okay, maybe one of them was a championship fight because he missed weight, but you know what I mean? This is a guy who submits people. Now, Moreno's very, very good on the ground, and he's not going to be easy to submit, but my thinking here is that he hurts him, 
gets it to the ground and then submits him. And I think that will happen. That's how I envisage the fight going. Now, as I said again, maybe we'll see on Friday, maybe he'll, uh, he'll have a bad weight cut and none of this will, will happen. And all my envisaging will be in that bin here alongside me. Um, but th- that's how I think it will. That That's how I think it'll go. You know, my my pick, if you're asking me, uh, we're, we're doing, uh, you know, I do the picks in different sorts of places. The pick I gave was Figueredo to win by submission. If you're giving me eight to one on that, I'm absolutely taking that without a shadow of a doubt. And that's, it's my flyer for the week because it's eight to one, but it's also a bet I would go for straight up. I think that's the way it'll go. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I believe in Davidson Figueredo so much when he's hurt me so many times. <laughs> when he's hurt me so many times. But I do, I just believe... I believe in his ability. I think he will bounce back. Now, if he doesn't, he doesn't. All right, fair enough. But I, I think he will. And plus 800 to win by submission when he's won so many times by submission before. He's won big fights by submission. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So, yeah, I'm going for that. Plus 800, Devinson Figueredo to win by submission. Right, let me run through some of the, just the main prices, some of the other bets as well that maybe stick out to me here. No other massive cards this weekend as well. Uh, LFA have a card uh, on the 21st, it says here, on uh, on best fight odds. Uh, with no maybe stick out names to me on this side of the world, but I'm sure the uh, the American crew will, uh, will talk you through that and give you a bet for that. But um, yeah, I, I'm going to concentrate on UFC 270. Um... Just the, the, I'll give you the prices for the top two again here. Uh, Seattle Ganya minus 150-ish, minus 142 here is the reference. Uh, and Inganu around plus 120, 130 uh, in the betting there as well. So the price is obviously fluctuating here as we come closer to the fight. But Ganya, the, the small favorite there, I would say, <clears throat> over Francis. Ganya, what, the, some of the prices I'm interested in. Ganya to win by KOTKO, only plus 150. Uh, I think that's very... Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's um, in Ganyu, as we talked about earlier. <clears throat> plus plus 225 for I That's also very interesting. Like, I don't know. It's in a heavyweight fight, right? <laughs> I think this guy's got to win. Uh, to win by knockout should be the bet you're going for, but it's, ju- it's just not. I find this f- uh, uh, fight so hard. Even the plus 200 to go to the decision, that's hard. I can't, I can't bet on that either. I, I Look, I bet the over. I took I took maybe the, not even the easy way out, because I'm not even sure of that, to be honest. But this is, uh, it's such a tough main event to, to bet on, but I can't wait for it. Um, then Brandon Moreno against Figueredo, minus 170 for Moreno, plus 145. That's obviously one of my bets. Can't believe how, how big that is. Um it's ridiculous, I think. If you fancy Figueredo just to win by KO, he's around plus 400. Uh, Moreno by submission is plus 300. Obviously, plus 800 for Figueredo. And then Moreno to get the KO is plus 500. So if you fancy that, look, if Figueredo isn't looking good, that would probably be a way to go. You know, if he comes up on the scale on Friday and doesn't look great, that KO or the, the submission inside the distance maybe might be uh, might be the way to go there. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's not what I'm going for, though. Um Saeed Nurmagomedov, obviously we run through that, minus 187, plus two, 162 for Stamen. I think that's just about right, to be honest. Um, Hadolfo Vieira, minus 210 against Wellington Tormann, plus 180. Um, that's, you know, that's an interesting line. Vieira is, you know, a very, very good fighter. What's the submission there? Plus 100 only uh, for Vieira. Uh, 
I'd probably avoid that, to be honest. Although, you know, my after the fight, it might look, look like a good price. Uh, Honey Barsolas, who I'm a big fan of. I like him minus uh, 450, which is why I avoided that fight against uh, Victor Henry. Charles Jordan coming in on short notice, plus 385 against Ilya Taporia, minus 550. Another reason why I, I avoided that. There aren't many... Um, uh, there's only eight additional bets on that or props on that, so I haven't gone for that. But Taporia inside of this is minus 160. I don't like that either, so I'm avoiding that one, but I do think Taporia will win it. Uh, I like Tony Gravely as well, but I think minus 240 is a little bit big over Simon Oliveira. I do think he will win, but I would, uh, that price, not too sure of it. Very even fight in between uh, Michael Morales and Trevin Giles. Um, minus 130 to minus 110 there, or sorry, plus 110, Trevin Giles, plus 110, minus 130, Morales, um, Madalena, minus 335 against Pete Rodriguez, I don't know who these people are to be honest, plus 275, I'm sure there's people with more knowledge to me of these undercard fighters, I'm too busy watching, you know, Cage Wires and KSWs and stuff like that, so, um, what Kay Hansen is on this card, minus uh, 240, Plus 205. I saw a picture of her looking in phenomenal shape. And she's fighting Jasmine Jazudovicus. I pronounced that perfectly. Uh, and then the last fight is Silviana Gomez Juarez, who is plus 120 against Vanessa Dimopoulos, who is minus 140. So those are your uh, betting lines for the weekend. Uh, brilliant card. Cannot wait for it. I'll give you my five bets again before I go. Um... Francis Ngannou versus Seattle Ganyan going over the 1.5 rounds. That is minus 185. I'm going for Davidson Figueredo on the comment event at plus 145 straight up. I think that's a fantastic price. Going for Saeed Nurmagomedov minus 187 to win straight up as well. Uh, I'm going for Mikel Pereira to win by KOTKO at plus 215. And for my flyer bet of the week, which I actually don't think is a flyer, Davidson Figueredo by submission plus 800 can't wait for this weekend don't bet too much don't go mad trot fiver and figure out of my submission get yourself back what is it 50 quid or whatever it might be and uh have a few drinks after it and it'll be, if you're over in america it'll pay for your pay-per-view uh, and sure if he loses it'll only be a fiver down the drain so we'll, we'll leave it at that uh thanks everyone for listening i appreciate it give it a thumbs up leave a comment in the comment section below tell me your bet uh for the weekend uh and if i see it i'll go in and i'll reply and i'll say hello to you so um yeah please do that as I said, hit the like, hit the subscribe button, and keep it locked on Sherdog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and I'll see you all next time.